Today's Spotlight is brought to you in part by presenting sponsor, Busey Bank. Busey, your dream, our promise. Welcome to Spotlight. I'm your host, Jay Mournette. And joining me on today's show are Giving to Page, the Naperville Women's Club, and the YMCA. watching Spotlight. And joining me now from Giving DuPage is Shafali Trevetti, their Executive Director. Welcome to the show, Shafali. Hi, Jane. Thank you and NCTV Spotlight for hosting us today. We're so thrilled to be here. Oh, glad to have you. And I want to talk right off the bat about Giving DuPage and its role within the counties. So please give us a little bit of background and explanation. Sure. So Giving DuPage is basically the public's uh, DuPage County Volunteer Center. We are here in the very most fundamental way to connect people who want to give back to the places to do that. There are so many worthy organizations who are looking for volunteer support in DuPage County, and there's something for everybody to do. So our main role is to serve as that connector agency because one person like you might be really passionate about helping kids with disabilities and your neighbor wants to help organizations that serve veterans, and yet someone else down the street wants to support uh, any event or organization that is helping women or girls. So there's something different for everyone in terms of serving our community and helping make a bigger difference, and that's our role is to connect these two pieces. We also do a little bit of nonprofit training and education, capacity building events and programs as well, um, but that's all in support of the nonprofit community in DuPage County. That's awesome. And so you're really a facilitator. You're all about kind of matchmaking a little bit, right? Yeah, it's really fun. I, it's, it's matchmaking for the best possible way with, um, with making sure that everyone who has potential and gifts and talents to share can connect to a cause and find purpose-driven um, change that they can connect with for our community. That's wonderful. Now, talk a little bit. Obviously, we've all been experiencing the pandemic, and uh, that's impacted all of us for business, not for profits. How has that impacted, and what have you seen the response from the volunteer community? Of course, we're having an unprecedented year, right? And everyone is riding our this roller coaster ride um, during this pandemic. Probably the biggest thing that we saw immediately right off the bat when our world was officially declared um, as the pandemic, having a pandemic, we um, saw a lot of people who wanted to help, right? Immediately for the first several weeks, many, many people said, how can I help? How can I help? How can I help? And that was so um, encouraging and, and it felt so good to be able to provide an answer, right? And to direct people to some causes. Of course, then and now, um, there's a great need for help with immediate services, whether it's food or housing support. Um, organizations that serve um, those who are experiencing domestic abuse are seeing more spikes than ever. Organizations that are helping kids um, with mental and emotional issues, helping them ride this journey um, as safely as possible. Those organizations are being turned to quite often. But the first response we saw was from the volunteers in our community, from the people who want to do good. Um, it was so great to have hundreds of people, thousands of people say, how can I help and support? And, and we continue to see that. So what's interesting is I'm not getting the flood of, we're not getting the flood of phone calls and emails right now, but I do know that when we send out a communication to thousands of prospective volunteers, 
there is an immediate response coming from them. So we know that they're still engaged and they're still interested in helping out. Um, and of course, we're kind of now pivoting a little bit in terms of what does volunteering have to look like in coming months and for maybe even more than a year, right? Yeah. Well, and I think that's interesting, right? We, we're usually in crises, all hands on deck. And I think it's, it's very much um, as the pandemic continues, you know, it's everybody trying to figure out what's their new normal. How does that look? What does that feel like? Lots of other issues kind of coming into play that, you know, maybe you're taking a little headspace for people. Uh, so maybe that's not the first thing that they're thinking about. But as you kind of look ahead, what do you see, Shafali, in terms of what's ahead in volunteering for the rest of 2020? Well, um, very simply, they can start to create create awareness for their favorite cause just on social networks. So pick your favorite charity or charities and highlight them in a post on social. You can also do other things like donate blood, very highly needed. Sign up for the Illinois Medical Reserve Corps. There's a way to volunteer if you have medical skills or health skills. Um, you can sign up to serve on a nonprofit board or a committee. Now is the perfect time to serve on a nonprofit board because you can do it virtually or any kind of skills-based volunteering. So you have your accounting skills or marketing skills or grant writing skills, or just being able to review applications. Um, those are all ways to apply your background and your experience to giving back right now. I think sometimes people don't always think that they have skills that they could apply to volunteering. So kind of with that thought in mind, um, explain a little bit about your giving to page days and how your first event went, if you would. So Giving to Page Days is our one big multi-charity fundraiser that we host every spring. Um, next year, we'll be hosting it the last week of April. And it's basically a way to support. This year, we had 80 different organizations. It was a fundraiser for 80 different organizations countywide. And we raised over $229,000. Next year, we hope to exceed that even more. Because as you know, the nonprofit community is really looking for help and support. And um, it's a tangible way for an entire county to come together to show their generosity. That's awesome. Well, listen, first off, congratulations on last year's program. And we wish you all the best for 2021. Thank you for the work you continue to do across the county to match those volunteers with places that need it. So if you would like to learn more about Giving DuPage, please go and visit their website. We're going to take a quick break, but stay with us. We'll be right back with more Spotlight. For more than 150 years, you've believed in Busey. Today, more than ever, we believe in you. To our healthcare workers, first responders, and local businesses, you're central to the communities we're proud to call home. Busey's grateful to partner with you and your families through life's ups and downs, today and for generations to come. Because as neighbors helping neighbors, we're in this together. Busey, grateful to serve the communities we call home. Talk shows are like the family and friends you turn to in good times and bad. That familiar face of your favorite host welcoming you to a new episode somehow just makes the day brighter. Welcome to the Moms Network. NCTV 17 produces a wide variety of TV talk shows, all encouraging you to join the conversation and feel connected to your community. If you value that connection, please make a donation. If you're just tuning in, you're watching Spotlight. I'm your host, Jane Wynette, and with me now is Sandy McEwen. She's the president of the Naperville Women's Club. Welcome to the show, Sandy. Thank you, Jane. I'm glad to be here. 
we're super glad to have you. And, you know, it's always nice chatting with our friends at the Women's Club. And I want to start out because everybody's been impacted by the pandemic. We've all been talking about it. But how has it impacted your club and the work of the Women's Club? Well, just like every other organization, we have had to adapt and adjust quickly and significantly. Uh, first of all, we have a membership of about 70 members, and you know our clubhouse on 14 South Washington, although large, does not accommodate 70 members with six feet of social distancing. So we have had to think outside the box. In doing so, we've had two outdoor meetings so far. Uh, we've been able to go down by the river walk in really lovely weather and meet under a pavilion. And we've uh, had over half of our membership come for those meetings. Um, I myself have learned to master the elementary level of YouTube video production. And I have done five virtual briefings um, between April and June, um, kind of to do a couple of things. One is to keep the members updated on the local COVID positivity rates and the mandates and what they need to do to stay safe and healthy and follow the protocols. The other thing is to keep them updated on business um, as it presents itself. Um, and then we try and provide some fun activities um, that we can all engage in. One of the things is we've done a telephone uh, wellness checks where everybody has one or two members or three members to call, see how they're doing and what they may need, how we can help. We've also had the good old pen pal project where we buy little note cards and send them uh, to all of our members to keep in touch that way. More recently, one of our members who is a personal trainer um, has initiated a kicking it with Kim a weekly um, kind of way to start your week. He includes a, a video of uh, exercises to do um, a nutritional tip for the week, as well as kind of a heartwarming um, quotation of the week. Um, other things that we've done is we bought a Zoom membership for the club. All our board meetings are now on Zoom and every board member can run a committee meeting via Zoom. Uh, we are probably going to conduct an all member Zoom meeting. Um, so I've become pretty good at that. Not as good as Carl, but pretty good at that. Um, <laughs> And we're just trying to roll with the punches as they come. Um, we are not meeting in person except outdoors. Um, and we're just trying to stay connected like everyone else. Yeah, it, it's, it's a tough time. And I think, boy, you have really picked a lot of both, you know, new fashioned ways and old fashioned ways to stay yeah. connected to your members, which is, I think, really nice because you have a broad membership. Uh, yes. You have a number of members in the club who've been there a very long time. And then you've got new members, too. Yes. And, and you, you kind of afford to not have them feel that connection, right? You're right. You have to think different ways to reach everybody. And that's what we're trying to do. That's awesome. Well, let's talk a little bit because normally, you know, it's the summertime. We're talking about the fine art and artesian fair. So what, what's the deal this year? Well, the deal is that we were supposed to have our 61st fine art and artisan fair. And this is the first time we've ever had to cancel. Um, Jane, as you know, this is the longest running juried art fair in Illinois, where over 150 artists and artists and travel from all over the nation um, in order to participate in this event. 
and uh, it's held on the last weekend in June. It involves kids' activities, family activities. This year, we were going to have several food trucks and beverage trucks and ice cream trucks um, and a whole bunch of activities for the kids. But uh, we hold our events at the neighbor settlement, and they had to follow the Restore Illinois restrictions as well. So we weren't able to do that. Fortunately, though, all, we were already at the phase where we had accepted all of our artists and all of them agreed to, for us to keep their booth fees and move forward to the next year. So That's amazing. 25% of our work is done for next year. So make sure that you put that on your calendar. That'll be June 26th and 27th of next year. That's it'll be better. It'll be better. It'll still be the 61st, <laughs> uh, but it'll still be a good one. Well, the nice thing is we're kind of going back in time. We'll be a little bit younger, so that's good. But what a great hey. statement, I think, for you. And I think this is important in the sense that all of those artists got behind you. And I think that really speaks to the reputation that you have built up over those six decades. So kudos to you. Oh, thank you. I hope you're right. Oh, I feel sure of it. So, and that kind of brings me to another, I, I know an event, and this is so hard for you because so many things that you've worked so hard as an organization to put together as having to wait until 2021, but your Witches Night Out, which really sort of burst onto the scene as a brand new event in Naperville a couple of years ago and really took us by storm. So talk a little bit about the purpose of that event and kind of where you're going with that. So this was going to be our fourth annual Witches Night Out. Um, and as you know, Jane, Witches Night Out isn't just something specific to Naperville and our club um, operating that event. Witches Night Out is a national, probably even international event um, that promotes women helping women. So we've always picked charities that um, support women, uh, domestic abuse, families in crisis, those kind of issues. And this is our big fundraiser. Um, in order to provide our focus charity and our other charities with dollars to help them meet those goals. Um, and I know we're just a little club of like 68 people, but you know, last year we gave away over $59,000 to all of our agencies. That's like uh, me giving $1,500 uh, out of my own pocket to a, a, a one single thing. We also give out $5,000 in scholarships. So losing this event is pretty significant. Um, but again, we have that event at Naper Settlement and according to the mandates of Restore Illinois, we were not able to have that. Um, and we are adamant about following the science and the mandates as directed. But with this on your calendar, Wednesday, we're going to a Wednesday, October 6th of 2021, we'll have our next which is night out and we're going to have a bunch of new things there too so it'll be great you guys will be it flying will be. in on your broomsticks and it'll be wonderful i'm <laughs> sure <laughs> as we wrap up sandy anything else you'd like our viewers to know about the club well i would like to say that it's interesting that we are open to new members and we've had a new member that just moved into neighborville and bless her heart she followed us on our website and she saw what she liked. Uh, she likes our efforts in community service and a focus on art and education. And she joined and came to her first meeting outdoors with the masks and the hand sanitizer. So we are still taking new members and 
you know, we may not meet you in person right away, but um, please join us. We have a lot of good activities and we are focused on our community and we are welcoming all new members. That's fantastic. Well, whether you are in virtual or you're in person, the Women's Club is always welcoming. Thank you so much for coming by, Sandy. We so appreciate it. And if you would like to learn more about the Naperville Women's Club, please go and visit their website. We're going to take a quick break for a few short messages. Stay with us. We'll be right back with more Spotlight. For more than 150 years, you've believed in Busey. Today, more than ever, we believe in you. To our healthcare workers, first responders, and local businesses, you're central to the communities we're proud to call home. Busey's grateful to partner with you and your families through life's ups and downs, today and for generations to come. Because as neighbors helping neighbors, we're in this together. Busey, grateful to serve the communities we call home. We tell everybody's stories, stories big and small. Everybody's story matters to us, and it comes in a variety of shapes and sizes, and that's what makes it so special. We don't always need a big story. Sometimes we want a story that makes us laugh. Sometimes we want a story that we relate to. Sometimes we want to cry with that story. But more importantly, we want to hear the stories about our people in the community. Welcome back to Spotlight. And joining me now from the YMCA is their brand new executive director, Stephanie Kozales. Welcome to the show, Stephanie. Thank you, Jane. Nice to be here. We're super excited to talk to you and welcome you to Naperville. And I'm going to start right out by asking you to give our viewers a little bit of background on what brought you to Naperville. Sure. So, Jane, I actually grew up in the area in St. Charles, and throughout my youth, I've played high school sports, specifically volleyball, and that brought me to club teams in the Naperville area. So, as I grew up, I was always kind of around Naperville, Downers Grove, Lyle area, um, and then actually lived here in Naperville for about three years. Um, so as I was looking for a new job opportunity and the Fry Family YMCA came available, um, it was just a perfect fit because, you know, I love the community, the close-knit family feel that it has just is right in line with, you know, my family values and what I want to do and um, Naperville just made sense. So that's why I'm here. That's awesome. And I think so many people, right, have had that wonderful experience of playing sports and seeing a lot of the local communities. I know my daughters started their volleyball uh, at the YMCA. So uh, it, it's a great sport and a great place to play. Uh, let's talk a little bit about, you know, COVID. And you joined, you joined a brand new organization, brand new job in the middle of a pandemic. And, you know, that's, that's tough going. Um, obviously, a lot of challenges for the YMCA, as there have been for many, many organizations. Give us a little bit of what you're experiencing so far. Sure. So obviously, anytime there is a shutdown, you know, businesses all over the place are suffering financially. The difference with the YMCA is that our business and our non-for-profit helps families in need. So when we suffer those families that we potentially could be helping, you know, potentially are suffering as well. So, you know, we're experiencing a lot of helping, you know, through even Metro, we've done emergency childcare, emergency sheltering, we've done 
food collections in the city. It has been a broad, um, broad spectrum of services that we've tried to provide families during this pandemic. Yeah, I think it's, you know, oftentimes uh, people don't think about the amount of support that the YMCA gives to families in need. And it's not just in Metro Chicago, it's right here in our own backyard, right? Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, we are looking now at what we can do to best serve our members right here in Naperville. Um, that's going to be everything from membership to childcare, um, getting youth programming starting. So right now, you know, after, well, not after, but during the pandemic, we're still in it. Um, we really need to pivot and become creative, listen and look to see what the community needs and make ourselves available. We have to be creative in our response. We have to be safe in our response and you know, give the best that we can back to the community. So uh, talk a little bit about what you have been able to do, Stephanie, and maybe give our viewers a few specific examples. Sure. So happy to say that we opened back up for membership on July 1st um, and then added swimming, lap swimming on the 15th of July. Um, we are adding classes, both indoors and outdoors. Um, this all comes, you know, with a different approach. It's not necessarily a walk-in now. We have created a reservation system online where our members can go online, make a reservation for a specific time to come in and use the fitness rooms, um, sign up for a class, sign up for a lap swim. Um, and then again, you know, we're also looking, we had camps, we had summer camps this summer that we were able to run. So we've actually been able to open back up with limited um, capabilities, but to the safest extent possible. Well, and I think that's, uh, you know, it's a new way of life for all of us, right? Having to get used to that booking for things to make sure that there's not over, uh, right. over quota in terms of the number of people that are uh, in any kind of a facility. And then obviously, I mean, your camp programs, getting outside. I mean, that's a lot of kids in Naperville. That's a, a wonderful childhood cherished memory. So uh, that's terrific that you've been able to do that. Yes, it's been great. And the safety precautions that we've put in place have been super helpful in making our members and not only our members, but our employees feel comfortable coming back to work and our members coming back to work out. So we've implemented practices. We have health screenings every single day for our uh, staff, <laughs> when they come in, they do need to do a self-acknowledgement that they are free of symptoms. We do temperature checks every day, hand sanitizing upon entry. Uh, same thing with our members. When they come in, they do temperature checks, hand sanitizing, and they can go use the equipment. On top of that, um, we do close down our center after every single fitness reservation for 30 minutes for deep cleaning in between those fitness sessions. So we're all making sure that we have the cleanest and safest space available for everybody involved. Yeah, that's a big, that's a big task, right? I mean, you know, it, it, to do those kind of deep cleanings, to have 30 minutes yes. to really get in there, but that's really putting the members first, right? Oh, absolutely. And we've also added extra cleaning porters during the day to assist us in our efforts to keep everything clean and sanitized. We have extra monitors on staff to make sure that people are ensuring social distancing while they're working out. Mask enforcement. I did forget to mention that we do require masks to enter the building. Um, so we've just got such a great team of people working together to make sure that everybody stays safe and healthy or they're able to continue their healthy lifestyle.
That's wonderful. And I, how is that being received by both your staff and your members? <laughs> I, I can tell you the staff has been so happy to return to work. And the feedback that I've gotten from my staff members has been that they do feel safe, you know, safer than maybe sometimes walking into another public location. We have also implemented, again, the voice of the customer, where we get feedback from our customers randomly. And the feedback, I am happy to report, is that our our customers, our members are loving that we're open. They see all of the efforts and they feel safe coming back. So, I mean, we couldn't, I'd just be happier with that. And I feel like we're really meeting everybody's needs. That's wonderful. So as we start to wrap up, just tell us what's coming up ahead for you, Stephanie. Sure. We're so excited to bring in some more youth classes. Um, we are looking to figure out how to also meet families' needs during this remote learning time. Um, that's in the works. We're working very closely with Safe and Sound as well to see what we can do um, on site at Fry Family YMCA. Uh, the last thing that we're doing is we're also implementing movie nights um, in our parking lot. So we invite our families and our community to come and join us. The next one is the 29th of August. Uh, we're gonna be showing Descendants like a drive-in theater um, type of situation, like an outdoor theater. You can come with your car, pick up a pizza or something, sit outside with us and enjoy a movie on a large outdoor screen. Um, so we're excited to bring those events to the community as well. Well, that sounds fun. I mean, that's kind of, it feels very retro and very much in keeping with that family uh, feel yes. that you try to create throughout the YMCA. Stephanie, it's been great chatting with you. We're super excited to have you here in Naperville, and we wish you all the best. Hopefully, we'll be back in our normal ways uh, at the YMCA soon, but in the meantime, it sounds like they're in very good hands with all that you and your staff are doing. So thank you, uh, thank you for stopping by. And if you would like to learn more today about the YMCA, please go and visit their website. We're going to take a quick break for a few short messages. Don't go away. We're coming right back with more Spotlight. I'd like to thank all of my guests for joining us on Spotlight and our friends at UC Bank for their generous support of today's show. If you would like to find out more about the organizations we spoke to, please go and visit our website at nctv17.com. And for all the latest news about what's happening in town, sign up to receive our daily news update or like and follow us on Facebook. For Spotlight, I'm your host, Jane Wernette. Thank you for watching. Today's Spotlight is brought to you in part by presenting sponsor, Busey Bank. Busey, your dream, our promise.